Hi, I'm Mackenzie, and this is the Mill Spouse Brief. How are you guys doing? I hope you had a wonderful week, and welcome to season two. I am so excited, truly, for this season. It's going to be the rest of this year, so I think it maps out to about 13 weeks, and I am ecstatic. I really hope you guys like this kind of different twist on the Mill Spouse Brief, and I would love to hear your guys' feedback. So before we get into this season and kind of how it's going to be different, I just figured I'd start with a little life update. So last episode I talked about how we might have a friend living with us. So we actually do have a friend living with us. Um, her name's Natalia and she just got home on her deployment and so she needed a place to stay until her condo is like finalized, like the her buying a condo. So she's staying with us in our guest bedroom and it's been so fun. She's so sweet, you guys, and I feel like it will be really nice to just have someone else here when Cade's gone, and I don't know, I just have been having a lot of fun, like, having conversations with her and all that kind of fun stuff. Today is my birthday, and so I'm really excited. We are going to a spa, and tonight and, like, tomorrow, so I'm really, really excited for that. It's been super fun. Last night, I had a party with all of my friends at the house, and it was literally the best, you guys. My heart was so full. I'm just so grateful that they all came, and we just talked and hung out and ate yummy food, and truly, like, was what I needed, and my heart was just so warm, and the people that attended literally are some of the best people I've ever met. Like, they're are they are so uplifting they help me so much and it was so fun to have people from like all these different walks of my life like together in one room and then them meeting and getting to know each other and all that kind of stuff so I'm like super excited that that happened and that they were able to like me and I don't know it was just so much fun and as an extrovert it was so fun like I feel like I gain energy by being around certain people and I literally like went to bed on like the highest of highs so it was the best we are starting a new budget this month so um the military offers a lot of different options and like classes and things like that with the budget and something that is I feel like really popular with the military community is kind of like the Dave Ramsey method or like the cash envelopes method which I think is great. I have friends and family that use it and it works for them and it's like perfect for them. Because of my job, I travel a lot and so I have airline and hotel credit cards. And because of this, it doesn't make sense for me to do the cash envelopes because I get so many points. So we don't do it like that. But they, I found um, through Cade's unit, they posted like they had like a resource fair, but I wasn't able to go. But they posted on the Facebook kind of like links to all the resources in case you weren't able to come. And so I clicked on the money one and they had this like Excel spreadsheet document that you're able to like download. And the cool thing like about Excel, you know, is how you're able to like kind of make formulas. So you're able to like have all the columns add up and all that kind of fun stuff. And so right now we're doing that. So we have this Excel budget. And the way that it works is you, like, have your columns of what things are. So, like, rent or insurance, phone bill, groceries, gas, like, all that kind of stuff. And then you put your projected cost, your actual cost, and then it tallies the difference for you. And that way you're kind of able to see, okay, this is what we budgeted for. This is what it actually was. And for me, I'm such a visual person. And then I think for Kate, it really helped him to be, like, dude, we actually spend that much money. Like when we 
when I showed him like the projected and he like kind of sat there and looked at the the document and I was like yeah and he's like oh my gosh and so for me I feel like it will help us see like stick to a budget because seeing that difference column will be hard if it's not like in the negatives or if it's not like oh you spent less money than you thought you know but if it's like oh nope you uh you spent a lot more than you uh, budgeted for then I'm gonna be like dang it so I'll report back how October goes with this budget but I feel like it will be good. Right now I've just been doing a lot of stuff with like just being aware of our expenses versus like trying to stick to a budget and like being aware of like actually how much we're spending in certain categories or trying to stick to certain numbers. So I'm interested to see how it goes for October. So I definitely will fill everybody in. So season two. I, for the last like couple of weeks and probably as you've gauged from listening to the podcast, I like to be very transparent. Uh, transparency is very important to me. And so I like that I can also be transparent. So I've been thinking about the podcast and kind of what direction I want to take it into and all that kind of stuff. And I was kind of just feeling like in a rut. Like I was like, I love the podcast, but I'm just feeling so like unmotivated by it. And um, I was just like really struggling. And as I was looking at the different kind of analytics of the podcast and who listens and what episodes did well and all that kind of stuff, I was really shocked to see that some of my best episodes, and there, this is like also not all episodes were like this, but some of my best episodes were the ones that were just of me, whether it was like a Navy life update or just things like that. Don't get me wrong, I still had really good listens and views from when I had guests, but it shocked me that so many people actually tuned in to listen about the episodes that were kind of just about me and my life and, you know, things like that. So it got me thinking. I was on a walk running errands with one of my friends, Emily, and she was on the podcast, so check out her episode if you haven't yet. And I opened up kind of about how I was struggling, and I was like, I just don't know what direction I want to take it in and I explained that I had already thought about this episode because I wanted it for my birthday and so as I explained kind of how this episode I wanted it to go she kind of we were brainstorming different ideas and she was like I think you should do like episodes about you and like your life and just different things about being a military spouse and don't do guests for this short season but just really focus on yourself And so I kind of mold that over and I kind of base it off this episode. So today's episode is I'm turning 22 and it's 22 things that like I live by or that I've learned or that like I swear by or things that are like really important to me. And so the next 13 or 12 episodes, however the math kind of falls in, are going to be some sort of things like that. And some episodes might be like a day in the life, some might be about some of these bullet points, but it's going to kind of be like a short season about a mill spouse brief. Like, you know, like kind of briefing what life of a mill spouse is like, and then getting to know me a little bit better and more about my life. Hopefully during those 13 weeks, I find out about the Navy, and then that's kind of what's going to figure out how season three goes and kind of what route I'm going to take it into. So overall, I'm really, really excited. I hope you guys will tune in to season two. I hope you guys enjoy getting to know more about me and learning about my life and kind of what being a military spouse is like and different things that we go through. And I hope that it inspires you. I'm so grateful for this opportunity and that I have the opportunity to host a podcast. It has taught me so much and it's really something that means a lot to me. 
So without further ado, here are the 22 things that are most important to me in my life and how I live my life. Okay, so in honor of my 22nd birthday being today, I'm going to share 22 things that I swear by or that have like impacted my life in a really big way or things that I think are really important to know or anything like that. So first off, number one, getting water is crucial, y'all. My mom is going to be so happy when she hears this because as a kid, she preached how important water was to us. And it really is. There's a reason that we get an IV when we go to the hospital. There's a reason why our bodies don't act right when they're dehydrated. I try to get half of my body weight in ounces every day and it really has made a huge difference in my overall health, how I feel every day, how my workouts are, like everything. Water has really impacted it. I think that if you really struggle with water, try mixing like fruit infusing in it or even like a crystal light, you know, trying to get that water is really, really important. The second thing that I think is really important that I live by is the five task powerless. So Katie from Holy You Fitness, who's my personal trainer, she is the one that taught me about this and it's a game changer, you guys. Not saying that you can't do more than five tasks in a day, but five tasks really help center your day, center your brain, and give you really something to focus on. I have seen a huge difference in my productivity and how my days go knowing that I have um, a five task power list. And these can be big or small. If I don't have a big day, I'll put shower, work out, make the bed, you know, and if I have a bigger day, maybe it's record a podcast, write a paper, like when I was in school, you know, things like that. It doesn't have to be super big things. It can be really small things at the same time. But having five tasks that you can cross off every single day, you'll see a huge huge change. Number three, handwritten notes. I think these are so important in like all aspects. When you get done with an interview, send a written note. If you go on a trip somewhere, get a note. I literally received a note from my cousin this week in the mail thanking me for like hosting her and all the fun things we did and it made my day you guys. Send thank you notes no matter what you get or receive. And then also like hello. The challenge that I did a couple weeks ago through Holy You Fitness and Katie was to send three notes to people just kind of like, hello, thank you for the impact you have in my life. And all three people reached out and expressed how grateful they were and how much they meant to like receive a note in the mail to have that. And I really think it makes a difference in interviews, when you meet people, eat, when you stay somewhere for free. Like, I think it really shows how much you care. So I love getting them. I love giving them. And I think it's something super important. Number four, waking up early. It has led me to so much success. And it's so much so that like now my circadian rhythm and like my body can't function unless I'm on this schedule. So I go to bed at 10 o'clock every night and I wake up at 5 every morning. And it is like perfection for me. I don't know what it is, but I have seen so much success finding a specific routine. And I'm not saying that yours has to be 10 to 5. I'm just saying that giving your body something to like rely on every day really helps. I now know what um, hours of the day I'm most productive. You're able to take a test and I'll have to put it in like the show notes or on the Instagram because I don't exactly remember the name of the test, but you learn kind of like what animal you are in the sense. And I think the four are like dolphin, wolf, 
lion. I don't know. I forget exactly. But I think I'm, like, an, a mix between, like, a dolphin and a lion, I think is what it is. But basically, it shows you, like, what hours of the day you're most productive, what sleep schedule you need, and, like, how to best find success. Some people are wolves. I know I'm not a wolf because a wolf is, like, it's really hard to wake up in the morning and you're most productive at night. No. I am most productive from 5 a.m. till 2 p.m. I hit 3 p.m. and I am, like, done. Nope. Like, do not ask me to be productive. And so being able to find kind of your productivity window and when you're most productive and when you sleep the best, like all that kind of stuff, it's amazing. And I would really suggest anybody to do it. Uh, My dad also is like this. He has a specific window that he likes to sleep on. And if it's like kind of interrupted, it's like, "Mm, this isn't the best because it's interrupted, you know. And I even see it on the weekends. Like I wake up way earlier because I'm like, got to be productive one and two my body's like hey I'm used to waking up at 5 a.m so like 6 30 is pushing it like please get up and use the bathroom because like I have to pee so I think it's kind of funny but it's something that I really do swear by number five be in the moment we talked about this on the podcast a couple weeks ago but it's really something that I am trying so hard to do is to try and capture the moment and to be grateful for this period of time I am and what's going on in my life Something I'm trying to do while I do this to be in the moment is to take pictures just to have that moment as a memory and to remember like how grateful I am to be in this memory. Something that I really struggle with is I really want like the perfect picture, you know, but it really doesn't matter. It just remembers that you can look back on that and be like, oh my gosh, I remember that part of my life. I'm so happy that I was able to document that and and remember it forever. And I just think it's so important to kind of take a look around every single day and be like, wow, I'm living for something that like I used to dream and wish for. And even if it's a hard time in your life, to be grateful that you have the tools to navigate that hard time in your life and that you'll be able to learn so much from that hard time. So I really just think the more I have been able to be in the moment, the happier I am. And the better I am at not trying to like wish away time or try to like go back in time. So it's something I'm not perfect on, but I have realized how much better my life is when I try to be in the moment. Number six, trips over things. This is something that I really feel strongly about. I love going and doing things versus receiving things, if that makes sense. So I love to go on a trip. I love to go experience something versus, oh, please get me, like, another shirt, or, oh, please go get me another candy bar, or, um, please go get me, you know, things like that. I would much rather, as you can probably tell, because we're going to the spa tomorrow, so we're, like, doing a whole day at the spa. So, for me, that's something that's, like, really important, because then you're also to, like, be able to build those memories and connect with the people that you love the most and all that kind of stuff, and it's something that, it kind of depends on how you are, Because some people prefer things over trips, and I think that's totally fine. But for me, to learn more about me and to know how I live my life, I really love trips over things. The number seven is credit cards. So, kind of talked about it a little bit earlier in the intro about how instead of doing the money envelopes, I'm like really big on credit cards. One, because credit affects so much of your life, whether you're buying a house or a car, like anything, like your credit score matters. So having a good credit score is important. And so I think my advice and something that like I have learned a lot is if you're going to spend money, you might as well get something back in return. And that's what I love about credit cards is because you're able to get money back or cash back if you want that. You're able to get points to put towards anything depending on what kind of card you have. 
or most airlines and hotels have credit cards, which means anything you spend through them, you get points to return like in use for the airline or the hotel. And for me, it's changed my life. Like I have not paid for a hotel or a freaking plane ticket in years. And with Southwest, the airline that I fly the most, because I used my credit card so much last year and I traveled so much last year, I was able to get the companion pass, which is 100,000 points is what you need to like get to it. And so Cade this year has fallen free with me the entire year because I was able to reach it. So I really think it's something to look into depending on how your lifestyle is. Right now, Cade just got the cash back rewards through Navy Federal. So any money he kind of puts on the credit card, we get the cash back, which is awesome. And then right now we still have the airline credit cards, which really help because I think that might as well get it free. And then you're able to gain status with those because um, status is either based on points or based on like flights versus nights stayed. So that's another thing that you can gain status by using your credit cards as well. Number eight is learn how to say no. This is something that I have made as a goal in the last like year or so is to learn how to say no and to be okay with it. It's something I really struggle with though. I am a people pleaser and I really don't like to say no. I like to say yes and I like to help people out. But learning how to say no has helped me in some regards. In my book club with my cousin, it's something that I, that her and I talk about a lot. And learning how to say no and then not like having to give like an explanation or come up with a reason or feel guilty. If you just can't do it, you just can't do it. I was talking with my accountability group and it was interesting because we were talking about a podcast and what it basically says like, if it's not like a hell yes, then it's a hell no. Like if you are not thrilled about it and super passionate, then it's a no and that's okay but to do things that you are really passionate about in life and that obviously like some things just can't be like a hell yes or like super positive or like thrilled about because that is life but things that you do have control over make sure that you're like saying no to things that you don't want so I'm trying really hard but I have seen the impact of doing that and when I actually am like aware of trying to do that if that makes sense all right number nine do one thing for yourself every day uh, Tiffany was on the podcast and she was the one that inspired this for me and it kind of really has changed my life and I feel like I need to preface that this is like in my mind a small thing so take a nap go get your favorite drink do a hair mask go on a walk do book club read your favorite book listen to a podcast like something that just fills your cup I think it's so important you guys to fill your cup because you cannot pour from an empty cup and so for me I'm like listen one thing a day super small or it can be really big you know get your nails done go to the salon go get a massage go get a facial but it's not always realistic to do a big thing every day so I think it's just important to do one small thing for yourself that might be going to bed early that might be making your favorite breakfast like anything do something that will make you happy that will fill your cup all right we're 10 down 12 to go number 11 skincare so I felt like I never struggled with acne when I was in high school I would maybe get like a pimple here and there but I never struggled with acne turn like 19 and acne was like hey I'm now your friend and I was like no you are actually not my friend you're my enemy and then when the pandemic hit and we started getting all the masks then I got like mass acne and it's been bad like for probably the last like year and a half I have struggled hardcore with it 
I will say things are getting better. And but it's kind of made me dive into this world of skincare and learning more about it. Two of the biggest things that I've learned about is how important sunscreen is and how important retinol is. And so I don't know enough about skincare. Listen to my episode with T. She's the esthetician that I go to on base. But listen to her episode because she'll tell you a little bit more about skincare. But I have learned how important it is to learn about your own skincare and just different tips about having better skin and changing your pillow and not touching your face and what kind of face washes to use and what kind of face brushes to use and like all that kind of stuff. So I would encourage everybody to learn about skincare and learning about your type and what's best for you and all the good stuff. Number 11 is, oh no, this is number 12, sorry, is life is short. Tell people you love them. Recently, I feel like this has hit home. Um, I just feel like it is, you don't realize how short life is until you get that dreaded phone call or you find out someone was in an accident and you don't know if you're going to be able to talk to them. Um, One of my friends just recently passed away a couple weeks ago and it really kind of hit me um, when I was planning for this podcast about how short life is. I was trying to rack my brain the last time I talked to him and it's really hard to realize that he is gone and I'm sure everybody listening has had those moments where you just wish you could have had one more conversation with a loved one or with a friend and so I really think it's important to tell people you love them. I say it to a lot of people. Um, I say it to like all my friends, all my family, like I'm just such a like, all right, bye, I love you person. Um, But even if it's not saying I love you, but just letting know Letting people know how much you care about them and checking in on your friends because life truly is short. All right, 13. The grass is green where you water it. This is one of my mottos that I live by. Kind of like uh, the grass is greener on the other side uh, is like kind of the reverse of that. And I truly believe that the grass is green where you water it. You need to put effort into your own life, into your own relationships, and truly if we went to the other side, I don't really believe that the grass would be that green because I think then we would be back on the other side where our old old grass looked green. So I really think it's important to not compare and to not look at anybody else's grass but your own. We can't do anything about what other people's lives look like. We can only do anything to like help our grass. And for me, this has helped so much. I feel like I fall to comparison or like feeling like, oh, everybody's life is better than mine or, you know, different things like that. And as I've taken the inward approach instead of the outer approach and really tried to focus on myself and how I can water my grass and how I can make the life that I want to live, it's made a huge difference. And it's something that I hope everyone will be able to focus on. Focus on your grass and how to make it as green as you want it. Number 14 is have a group of people who hold you accountable kind of like I talked about um, a little bit ago about my accountability group Um, So we kind of like talk in it and we text about like yeah how we're doing with our workouts How we're doing about like our task list our water our food like all that kind of stuff But I think it kind of goes bigger Um, Kate is somebody that holds me accountable My parents are someone that holds me accountable all my best friends are people that hold me accountable And I really think it's important to tell people about goals you're having or things. Um, One of my best friends was trying really hard to like consolidate all of their accounts because she just got married. And so we were talking a lot about how she was trying to make sure they're on the same like bank account and, you know, doing all those things. And it really makes a difference when someone knows about it and checks up on you. I remember texting her and being like, hey, how's it going? Like, because I knew it was like kind of a stress for her. 
and how much more motivated she was knowing that I was checking on her and then how good it felt when she was like, hey, I accomplished it. We're on the same bank account now. Like, it feels so good. And truly having people to cheer you on and hold you accountable. I think it's really important and I've seen a big change in my life when I tell people that I'm searching for a goal or striving for it because then when it gets tough or you feel unmotivated or you're tired, you know that people are going to be checking in on you and that it holds you accountable to do more, at least for me. All right, number 15 is daily movement or exercise. I really think this is so important. Right now I'm trying to, because of the Navy, train anywhere from five to six days a week. So Sunday is always my rest day and I think it's very important to have rest days. But I think no matter what, whether it's really hard workouts like HIT or running or CrossFit or anything like that, or it's a little bit easier or less like intense movement like going on a walk or things like that I just think moving your body and getting movement in is so important I know how much better I feel when I move daily something I also try to do kind of with that is to get my 10,000 steps a day just because that shows me how I'm moving and how much I am and makes me feel better Honestly, once you get into a habit kind of like the water of moving every day and having that exercise It is wild, wild how different you will feel without exercise. Okay, next group. We are on number 16. This is something that is very near and dear to my heart is to have some sort of faith or religion or group of people or support. Life is short and life is hard and I don't think you should have to go at it alone. Something that's really important to me is religion. And while I'm aware that other people don't find it as important, I think it's important to just have something, um, a group of people, some sort of support, whether it's a higher power like God or if it's just people in your life. I am so grateful for the church that I go to because no matter where I go in this world, there is a church and a group of people that believe the same as me. And it has really helped me so much knowing that no matter where the military takes us, that I will be able to find people with the same beliefs as me. And I feel like we just automatically click right away. And so something that has drastically impacted my life is um, religion. And it's something that I feel very strongly about. And I think a big reason is that is because it's so nice to have that support, um, whether it's from a group of people or from like a higher power like God, I'm grateful that I have the ability to lean on those people and ask for help. And I think honestly, having faith has got me through a lot of my trials already. And it's helped me change kind of my way of thinking and my view of on life. Next is really enjoy the specific chapter. Don't wish for something else. So kind of like life is short and kind of like it doesn't have to be or be in the moment, excuse me. I really think that it's important to focus on what is going on in the chapter, whether it's really hard or really easy or really great. Don't wish for something. This is something that I'm trying super, super hard to do right now because I find myself so 
easily and quickly just wishing to know if I'm going to be in the Navy or not or just wishing to already be at OCS and it makes me think back to when I was graduating high school and going to college this period of my life was something that I wished for so hard because it was when I was going to be back with Kate it was when we were going to be done with long distance and so now to know that I'm living this life that I had prayed for so many days for like prayed all the time to like be living together now I'm like, oh my gosh, we're doing it. Like, I don't want to wish this away. So it's something I'm trying to do. And it's something that I'm really focusing on super hard. Clearly, I can't count because I skipped one. So who knows what number on right now. But the next one is write down habits and track them. This is something that I have made a goal, but I'm not really good at because I feel like I'll be really about it. And then I kind of like stagger back and then I'm like, oh, I forgot about those habits. But I listened to a podcast and it really has changed the way I view habits. I'll link it in the show notes. But the podcast talked about kind of like, I think it was called habit stacking. So it basically says you take a habit that you want to like create and you stack it with something that you already do as a habit. So something that I have seen really kind of like big in was I really wanted to say my morning prayers. But I always just felt like I forgot or all of a sudden it's like midway through the day and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just like got up because my first instinct was to do it right when I woke up. But if I don't get out of bed right away, I fall right back to sleep. So what I did was every morning my alarm goes off, I turn it off, I get out of bed and I go to the bathroom. And so knowing that no matter what, that is a habit, like I like with clockwork, I do it every single day. I stacked saying my prayers. So I use the bathroom and then before I'm done, I say my prayers. And then once I'm done with my prayers, I get up and I go get dressed and I get on with my day. And so it's been really interesting to me to see that habit stacking is like genius. Like I don't know where it's been and why it hasn't been in my life before, but it's really changed. And so now I'm able to say, okay, I want this habit. What can I stack it with? What is something I already do every single day? And being able to do that, now I don't miss a prayer because the minute I sit down, I know, boom, got to say my morning prayers. And it's genius. So it's something that like I really, 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 really swear by. Okay, so we finished habits. We finished a specific chapter. Really, really important. The next thing kind of ties in to the money talk again, but it's about investing, budgeting, and saving and how much this has benefited my life. Um, I have started getting into investing and learning more about it because it's a huge world and it is kind of intimidating. It's not kind of intimidating. It's very intimidating. And learning about budgeting like I talked about this um, earlier in the podcast and just saving money. And recently I opened up um, an HYSA, which is like a high yield savings account. And then we opened up what's called like a certificate, which for my military people through Navy Fed, basically this means that you can put money into a like an account for X amount of months and it will build off of a specific um, APR. And so you get money back. So if that is something and basically all you do is you can't touch that money, but once the year is done, you get all the money that it made through interest. So it's really interesting and it's really important. I think that's the cool thing about investing is it's kind of like the, I want to call it like easy money in a sense because a lot of times you just put that money in and you just watch it grow and it's not something you have to work for every day. 
but there is so much to learn and so that's one of my goals at towards the end of this year and beginning of next year is to learn a lot more about investing. Cade opened a Robinhood account and he's very about it right now. He checks his stocks every single day. I have an IRA that I focus on a little bit more along with some of the other investings and then Cade handles all the stocks and it's kind of fun to like watch the stocks go up and down and see kind of everything about it. And so we're trying to learn more about that. Um, but I really think it's important to save money and to budget because I think it allows you to live the life that you want. All right, next one is basic meals and knowing how to cook. I always say that you should know how to cook at least five meals because it really affects and changes so much. You never know who wants or who needs a home-cooked meal or if somebody's having a kid or someone had surgery or someone passed away. It's so important to be able to kind of help them out and take them a meal. Also with your own life, I feel like it's important to know just how to cook at least a few meals so that you're able to have something other than fast food. Um, I stick with like five basic meals that I know really well how to cook and then we'll have other different meals. But I think at least if you can have five um, in your back pocket, it makes a really big difference. And it's been really fun to like watch Cade learn how to cook. It's something that we've been doing a couple days a week and it's so fun to like watch how excited he gets and him learning and I don't know, I just have loved that special time together in the kitchen and then all the funny kind of experiences that happen and I feel like we're constantly laughing and I don't know, I love it and I think it's super fun to watch him learn how to cook. Okay, uh, 20 is keep learning. This is something that... I feel is really important and I think it's important to keep learning in any aspect of life, whether it's reading different books, listening to podcasts, getting to know different people and learning about what they have to offer and what they can teach you or through different shows. I really believe that knowledge is power and I really think it's important to continue to learn, to continue to know that there is stuff out there that we can benefit by knowing. And so I try really hard to learn something constantly. I love reading, but if reading's not your thing, maybe it's podcasts. And even when you get to know people, I love, love talking to older people because they have so much wisdom, they have so much knowledge because they've already lived like their whole life. And so for them to be able to impart wisdom on me, it's one of my favorite things. Um, I feel like I go to my parents and my grandparents a lot for advice on different things that I'm starting to learn as an adult. And I feel like it's very important to go to the people that you trust and love because they just want to give you knowledge that's going to make your life easier so that you don't have to go through the same hurdles that they had to go through. 21. I feel like I get a lot of compliments on my hair and a lot of people say different things about my hair. And my secret is a coconut oil hair mask. I swear by it. It makes a huge difference depending on... And you can put it in... Excuse me. You can put it in... Anywhere from like 30 minutes to 24 hours, or if you're my best friend Claire, 72. Um, but it's really, it makes a huge difference in my hair. Um, I think that it's a game changer, and it is how my hair has grown longer, has less split ends, is thick. It is something that I tell everyone to like totally do. My only thing is you'll probably have to double shampoo to make sure that the oil completely gets out, but it is something that I swear by and I tell everyone to do it. 
Um, when Cade goes to the field, I get really excited because then I know I can do a coconut hair mask because one, I would sleep with a towel on your pillowcase because it might get everywhere if you don't have it like wrapped up well enough. Cade hates the smell of it, so I always do it when he's gone. <laughs> but it really makes a difference in my hair and I know when my hair needs one because it just feels gross. I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to do a hair mask. And then last but not least, something that I really find has made my life easier and really affects whether or not I find success is to plan, which I know is kind of a, like some people hate planning. Some people do not plan and they still have success. So I don't want it to say that it's like a make or break, but for me, it's something that I have seen if I can plan, I feel better, everything is better in my life, and I work well when I have a plan. I swear by my planner, and I think it's very important. I really think that in overall, I have found the most happiness and success when I plan, and when I plan like everything, whether it's meals so I can stick within my budget, whether it's vacations or seeing friends, or planning, yeah, goals, or anything like that. I just think that having a plan makes everything go smoother, which is so type A of me, if you haven't realized by now. I'm like the textbook definition of a type A person. And overall, I just find so much joy and happiness when I plan. So I hope you guys enjoyed learning the 22 things that make me me and the things that I have learned recently or over the years that have really changed and made me into the person I am. I really think it's important to talk about these things and I'm really excited for this season too. We're going to talk all about kind of the mill spouse and me as a mill spouse and my life and different things that I have learned. I hope you join me on this journey for season two and that you guys enjoy learning more about me and my life and kind of what mill spouses go through and the different things that I've learned to help mill spouses. And I really hope you guys have a great weekend. I hope that the Buckeyes win on Friday or Saturday, excuse me. And I will catch you guys next Friday.